Through your gaps, or you're starting to clean. You can't hide. I wanna know what you're feeling. Tell me what's on your mind. Well, our last episode is where we were talking about going to go see Infinity War, and then we never came back. Exactly. So, yeah. So we got blipped. We, yeah, we got extrapolate blipped. that how you like. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we got uh, blipped. <laughs> you know, uh, I never got more rest than when I was gone from the planet uh, ex- existence completely. So, well, well, I, I wish it was blipped during 2020. <laughs> what what what's the 2020? What is exactly? That? What exactly? I gained a COVID. I gained a 19 during that thing. You gained a 19. Uh, yeah, I probably gained a little bit more than that. <laughs> Probably getting a little bit more than that. Shame, sir. Shame. So, if you're still listening, welcome to the episode 3.5 slash <laughs> 1 reboot. Subsection uh, 3, paragraph 4A. Welcome welcome to the Snyder Cut of FRN starting over. We're, we're, we're rebooting. We're, we're, we're going to reboot our own thing. That sounds uh, good, man. Absolutely. Yeah, Eli Roth is writing this, and we're going to reboot our own stuff. So, but oh, in God. a good way. But in okay. a good way. Yeah, so, about to say, uh, yeah. well, with a hundred percent less torture. Yes, and less slow motion. Yes. Oh wait, that's that's Snyder. Never mind. Getting confused. <laughs> wait, is the video on? Here's the here's the here's the the Snyder cut of the podcast. Well, it's it's only recording. There's no video. Oh, oh crap! Okay. <laughs> so nobody saw what you just did. That's a shame. <laughs> no, well, nobody saw what you just did. <laughs> that's that's good. Uh, so I'm Aaron. I'm Chris. And uh, I guess we're back. We're back. Back yeah. in black. We're back in uh, middle school gymnasium t-shirt gray. Uh, I'm wearing a black shirt, so yeah, it's oh, I'm back in black. Uh, I'm representing that uh, Mexican martial arts from Grandmaster Jesse. So yeah, uh, I have no idea what that is. I saw that shirt earlier today. <laughs> what, what, what is that exactly? Uh, oh, it's um, he's he's got a, a YouTube channel. There's this guy who does uh, like basically he calls up mixed martial arts, and he says that they don't work in the streets. Like Aikido doesn't work in the streets, so he introduces Mexican Aikido. <laughs> or the best one is a. Uh, he does a capoeira doesn't work in the streets. So he introduces Mexican capoeira. And what he does, he starts doing like dance moves and he knocks people out with the, with the elbows. It's, it's <laughs> hilarious. He's funny. That's awesome. It, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty hilarious. So yeah, I'm awesome. ripping that today. Uh, since it's Friday. Repping the TMNT, sir. Boom. Well, you ought to be happy because of all those releases that they announced for NECA. I'm torn. <laughs> I'm torn. It's a love-hate relationship. I love the fact they're making it. I hate the fact that everything costs like 30 to 50 bucks. Well, I thought you were going to say you hate the fact that you can never find it in Targets. Oh, well, I mean, that goes without saying. I figured that was just, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, ne- yeah, the neck, the yeah, the, uh, the neckbeard uh, game is very high where we live. It is not It is not friendly. It is a death fight. It is a battle royale and it seems that the people who win are usually the most, the more hairiest and the bigger, <laughs> the, the hairier bigger as well. The hairier, the sweatier. 
the the more luck you have apparently yeah here's the thing man like working uh for the comic shop i work at which i don't know if i'll be name dropping just yet but i can tell you our neck beards that don't win out on the market and don't hit on the secondary market have to do the walk of shame into the shop and bring me a box full of super saiyan kale pops from uh (laughs) an online where they're trying to get a freaking chase and like they get it and they have to dump the other 17 they got and they act like it's gold. And it's like, come on, man, are you kidding me? This thing sells for like twelve to fifteen bucks online. And it's like they have no idea that a brick and mortar store has to make a profit. Get real. Well, as long as you're not offering them like GameStop prices, like you know, fifty cents for a a <laughs> box of fifty kales. No, actually, the funny <laughs> thing is, man, we we are really we try to be as fair as possible and we explain to them like, look, with eBay, you have all like there's like a laundry list of fees that come out of your profit before you even put the dang thing online so you know if you're prepared to lose 25 to 30 percent out of what you make an a month later when it drops out of your account then fine go ahead and do it especially if you're doing it as a career like if you do it non-stop then that makes total sense but if you're just doing it you're dabbling just to dump the stuff you couldn't dump earlier and you have to drop the price you're only shooting yourself in the foot yeah pretty much yeah pretty much good luck explaining that to them though Oh well, yeah, the, people they'll go online. They'll, still, they'll they'll see how much something's going for, and they expect to get that amount. And they don't understand the the buyback cost, the overhead cost, and the resale cost. <laughs> you don't understand them, any of that. No, you give them too much credit, man. Like they really <laughs> feel like uh, okay, because okay, you and I both know mm-hmm. when you get on your eBay app on your smartphone, yes. you're looking at the uh, the sold. You're, oh, oh, you're looking at what's currently. God forbid you click on sold listings and see what it actually mm-hmm. selling for and then you know you're you you, you want to go you're still going to try to find the highest price like I've, I've had it where it's been like there's a pot that sells between 15 and 20 and they for god's sakes they want 20 it's like <laughs> bro, it's bro. it's it's the thing uh well i mean we both do i do ebay you you work at the comic shop we have both done toy shows where oh, we yeah. sell stuff off we've both done that we know how that game is uh and I think the funniest part is when I'm selling something and what I usually do is I go to eBay. I'll see what the highest amount it's sold for and I'll see what the lowest amount it's sold for. And I cut in the middle that way. Yeah. It's, it's like a fair, it's like a fair, you know, price. Uh, and when I do these shows, I'll have that one person who will show me like, for example, uh, what am I going to throw out there? Okay. Uh, a few years ago when I did my when I did my first toy show, uh, I had a Hulk Hogan, Thing was uh, ruthless aggression Hulk Hogan. Okay, I had one of those. Um, online, the highest amount it was selling for, I think, was fifty three. The lowest amount sold for, like loose out of the box. You know, there was no box, no accessories, just a basic Hogan figure or just the Hogan figure, was eight dollars. Take it to the show. Wow. Take it to the show. Market. I market for thirty. That's a good medium. You know, good medium. Sure. Put it out. Within an hour, I have somebody saying, you know, hey, I want to buy the Hogan, but can you lower the price? I'm like, no, that's a pretty moderate price. So he pulls up his phone. He says, look, it's selling on here for $8. The exact same one that I referenced without the box and anything. Mine's mint, like, you know, it's pretty mint on the box with something that's not, that hasn't had a box probably since it was bought. You know, right. not going to happen. And yeah, that's, Ah, uh, those people. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like I, I, I explain, I explain it like this when people ask me what I think about the uh, the flipper game. 
Um, and this is just a theory. I may be way off base. I don't know. But I feel like the flipper game is a process of like one flipper selling to the next flipper to the next flipper to the next flipper until there's no profit to be made. Pretty much. If you can't squeeze a if you can't squeeze a, a blood diamond out of it, there's no point in selling it anymore. Then you're just either either you're a big fan or you're stuck with it. I yeah. don't know which one it is. It varies on a case to case basis. Well, I think half of half of flippers sell to other flippers, mm-hmm. while the other half sell to the customers who actually want it. Unless yeah. you get the Christmas time where or the holiday season where you everybody's selling to the customers that want it. Or right. that's right. usually the, the case. I don't know, but this was a long tangent that went from NECA yeah. to this and the NECA turtles, uh, which uh, they look cool. I they just do. can't get down. I can't go down that rabbit hole. I really can't. I, I was like, what? I've been proud of myself for sticking to the NECA horror ones, but only the icons or only the characters that I don't have. Like I've got two Freddies. I'm happy with that. I've got uh, three different Jasons. I'm happy with that. And by the Jasons, I'm but different. I mean, I've got Roy, I've got uh, uh, Baghead Jason from part two, and they've got the classic uh, hockey mask Jason that everybody knows and loves. Uh, nice. I've got Sam, you know, I've got my ghost face now. Uh, I got Leatherface. I've, so I've got my icons. I've got the icons, and I'm proud of myself for just sticking to that. Even though every time I go there, I see another Ash, I see another <laughs> Jason, I see another Michael Myers. I see another like version of that. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't need it. I don't need it. Dude, the market is so <laughs> ridiculous, man. Uh, and it doesn't help that, you know, you know somebody, wink, wink, that yeah. works in the industry, wink, wink, that gets discounts, <laughs> wink, wink. So yeah, that's true. I'm not helping your case more than half time. Like, hey, man, what about this? You're like, oh, no. <laughs> well, I mean, you hooked me up with that, uh, with that, uh, the Halloween three set. And that was, that's still awesome. And I never saw, well, take that back. I saw that box one time in Target. Wait, this is that's probably recently, right? Because when I, when I when I found that, yeah, it was when it was first out, and so it was sparse. Like I just I had beat the flipper to the store. That's the only reason why it was even there. I saw it uh, in February. I saw it in February at the Target, and I went back the next day because I had Gwen with me, and when we went back, it was gone. So I oh, saw man. it one night. Yeah, but I already have it, so I don't need it. Exactly. Well, the thing is, like, it makes me wonder if you've got like that. Uh, you've got the what you call it song, the silver. Uh, it's called a song on a playlist somewhere. I'm sure you do. <laughs> I don't know why I'm blanking on the name. What was it? Silver Shamrock, right? Yeah, Silver Shamrock. Yeah. 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 The Happy Halloween song. <laughs> Play that while walking in, dude. So good. But yeah, but so I, I, I stuck with the horror, horror icons, and then the Godzilla ones. I've picked and choosed because I don't. I don't need all thirty of them. I just need. You know, the, the main ones. So I'm happy with those. Uh, and the only other one I'm waiting for is Mondo Gecko because I know he's going to come out. Yeah. And I want the, the Mondo Gecko. Awesome. He does look cool. Yeah. He does look cool. I, I remember those pictures from like two years ago when they announced him before the quarantine. And then we haven't got him yet. But it, I, I do remember those pictures. And yeah, he looks really cool. Dude, I, I at work I walked by one of our glass cases that's full of our uh, more expensive turtle figures. They're still in the box. We have a lot of those actually, uh, and there are the neutrinos. Uh, we have neutrinos in the box. And <laughs> the I was car, like, man, the uh, car too. Not the, not the car, just the kids. Okay, but like, because uh, they they always remind me of Wily Kit and Wily Cat from Thundercats. Like it was like the turtle version of that, basically. Yeah, I can see but, that. Um, I can Dimension see that. X or whatever. But um, 
man, if they put some NECA ones out of the neutrinos, it has to be a two pack for God's sakes. And you know, it's going to be at least 50 bucks, but aren't there four? Well, it has to be two, two packs. Cause there's four kids, right? Was there? there? I thought it was just, I thought it was was just it? the boy and the girl. Though, no, I thought there were because it was two cars that were flying through the air in the episode. Oh, with, with two kids per car. Yeah, we, oh, we it bears it bears uh, reminding anyone who's listening that we are almost forty. So we are. Uh, who's reminding you? Sometimes uh, the the fact you told me that because I'm oh I, yeah I'm forgetful. <laughs> like I'm just oh, reminding yeah. people who are listening that I'm I'm middle aged, so I'm going to be forgetting some things. <laughs> I just remember because I for some reason the scene pops in my mind where like. The two roads, the two or the neutrino cars are drag racing in the city. Yeah, and that's, that's whenever right. they uh, they fly up or they jump up from the turtle van to uh, get one of the cars. Dude, okay, so, so funny side story. I know we're going on tangents. That's probably going to be a little <laughs> thing. Don't even worry about it. Like it's just going to happen. But uh, when that episode, I remember when that episode came out, and I remember when the the car came out, the original mm-hmm. neutrino car, and my mom was like, "Hell no, there's no way I'm spending what you know." extrapolate for uh inflation eighteen in dollars in nineteen ninety two or whatever it was which is probably like eighty bucks today like there's yeah. no way I was getting a neutrino car so what I did was I went to the back porch I took my dog's food dish it was uh-huh. like a blue food dish like one side was for food <laughs> one side for water yeah and I had the neutrinos I had two of them that's okay. probably why I was there's only two maybe they only put out two I don't remember I have to look into that but I took my neutrinos and I would go outside the backyard to play turtles Mm-hmm. And when I wanted the car to fly, I'd put I'd put them in the one side of the bowl and put turtles in the other back side of the bowl to balance it out. And I would sit <laughs> it on top of the uh, the AC unit for the house. So when the AC unit would come on, I'm sitting there trying to get the damn uh, dog bowl dish to float like it's a flying neutrino car. So, well, I think well, this question is going to date you. This question is going to date you with the turtles. When you first watched the turtles, did you watch them via on TV or through VHS tape, tape rental? Okay, best to best of my knowledge, mm-hmm. my first time seeing them, honestly, and remembering mm-hmm. was going to be, I think, the VHS, right? The the FHM uh, yes. VHS tapes yes. from like, was it Pizza Hut that did those, or were they just no, on no, the no. market? They're just on the market. They're they're at uh, video rental stores. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, so like there was a place called um, Star Video that, but where I grew up, mm-hmm. back when video stores were a thing, and yeah. Uh, yeah, that was always rented out. I rented it a few times, but then. Once it started becoming um, replayed on TV, like forget it. Yeah, I rented the. Cause I remember they came out in volumes. I remember they came mm-hmm. out in the volumes. So I rented the first volume on VHS at Randall's. I rented volume two at a local mom and pop. It was a dollar store slash video rental store next to Randall's. That was next to Randall's. Nice. I could never find volume three, but I rented volume four at the Blockbuster Video that just opened up. Oh wow! So I, I rented volume one, two, and four. I was able to watch those, and then finally they came on TV, and I was able to see the rest. Uh, and yeah, fell in love with the show. Fell in love with them. Just oh can't God. support. Just can't support those toys because they're too damn expensive. The rent is too damn high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like there's too there's too many of those figures now. Because if you think about, it, you have to collect the four brothers, plus the master. Then you have. The main villain is two sidekicks plus his co-villain. Mm-hmm. It, 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 they, the, they just start adding up. The, the figures just start adding up. So the thing, like, the, dude, the gut, the gut feeling in my stomach that I'm, I'm fearful of <laughs> is when NECA decides to put out the uh, turtle layer play set or a Technodrome. That's going to hurt. 
Yeah, either yeah, yeah, very much, <laughs> very much true. Either uh, yeah, the Technodrome, the Turtle Lair, or even just any of the vehicles. I was say, or any of the vehicles. Yeah. Turtle van, yeah. Uh, Jesus. Neutrino cars. Yeah. That, like, I, would really, I would really hope that if they do that, that they would at least put rubber tires on it, kind of like how uh, Hot Wheels has their fancier cars with rubber wheels. Yes, yes, I think true. it would make sense because, dude, there's no 10-year-olds right now buying those toys. It's me. It's you. <laughs> it's men who have jobs <laughs> and pay for health insurance, and they have back problems more than half the time. Pretty yeah. much. So, God, uh, if, if I can only ask for one thing, put rubber tires on the guy on the news van, please. If to make a news van, if they do a news yes. van, yes. Have you seen? Have you seen that uh, the guy who made the custom uh, news van, floating uh, around yeah. with uh, with Vern in April? Looks, looks, I, dude, amazing. Uh, this, looks amazing. I think I have Vern. The uh, the two pack. It was Vern and who else? Rat King is a two pack. Oh, the that, NECA one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I the got NECA that. One. I got that. Luckily. <laughs> that hey, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So yeah. So we've so we spent some time talking about turtles and NECA. Um, as you can tell, that's what that's. Part of our love for collecting is, you know, our nerddom is the collecting NECA figures or just collecting figures of our interests in general. Mm -hmm. uh, so I guess I kind of jumped into a format now since we're starting from scratch, semi, sort of. Uh, what are you reading, playing, or uh, watching TV-wise? Like, what, like what, what are you, like, watching, reading, or game playing? Um, when I have time. Uh, I, I tend to gear towards my Spider-Man comics, my Ninja Turtle comics, because uh, I get those at a discount. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I buy maybe a few more than I should, but I definitely read those. Um, I'm always watching, like we just we just watched the sixth episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier. No spoilers. I'm yeah, I haven't watched nothing. it yet. No spoilers. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. No worries. <laughs> uh, but like I, I will tell you, six episodes is not going to be enough, in my opinion. Okay. But I'm spoiled because I live in America and that's just how it is. So like, you know, I definitely watch uh, Falcon Warrior soldier. Oh, <laughs> no, sorry. You have to look for answers. <laughs> no, no. I was being told by my lovely assistant, Nicole, that uh, apparently. <laughs> don't, 2020 wasn't good. You got married. Don't you mean uh don't you mean uh producer wife bacon? Yes, producer wife bacon. Producer slash wife slash uh moral support. Three year update. Um we weren't even dating when the last show was. <laughs> See if we would be recording, that would be perfect. <laughs> we both go. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> come on. Right. Everybody knows better. We just, hell, y'all knew before we did. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but uh, yeah, no, definitely watching all the streaming shows. I'm catching up on Invincible. Uh, Invincible is amazing. Uh, if you've read that, have you read any of the comics? Invincible? I have the Companion volume, the big volume one. So Dude. I've read that. So I haven't watched Invincible yet, but I know sort of what happens. The uh, show is so faithful to the book. It's, it's insane. Okay. It's so good. Um, that's definitely, and then Mortal Kombat came out today. I haven't so, watched it yet either. So, <laughs> I haven't watched, I haven't it yet watched either. that either. Yeah, but that's definitely going to be perhaps on the docket tonight, depending on how uh, how old I feel after I'm done recording. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's going to be watched tonight. That Winter Soldier Creep Show's new episode out on Creep Show. So that's I don't have Shutter. I don't. I need Shutter. But doesn't your mom have a, a Shutter login? We need to just hijack Monica's 
Shutter uh, login. Shutter is great for two reasons. Reason one, Joe Bob Riggs. He is exclusive to Shutter now. He has, I think, three seasons worth of movies and content. I've watched a few of them. I know Jen watched one or two of them with me to, to laugh at his jokes. Uh, and then Creep Show, the series, which is amazing, which is I'm loving it. This new season has a semi. How do, how, how would I put it? It's a semi spinoff slash sequel to Evil Dead. And you will know the episode when you watch it. And when you watch it, there are Easter eggs throughout the entire episode in the background. So this is not a direct sequel. This is more of a spiritual successor. No. When you watch it, you'll see what I mean. So this and has some Raimi blessings then. Oh, it doesn't have the blessings. It has the keys. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Well, it has the keys. All the more reason that we need to get shutter. <laughs> yeah. To get oh, shutter, man. Jeez Louise. So uh, I guess I'll take over. I guess like, so you're watching just streaming stuff. Invincible. Winter, I'm like Winter that, Soldier. Yeah. Uh, are you reading anything? Oh yeah. You said comics. Uh, are you playing? Are you gaming anything at all, or no? Not right I now. I wish I could, man. Uh, <laughs> I just, uh, I the last game I played was Red Dead Redemption Two. Okay. And okay. I'm not even done with that. <laughs> I started uh, Bioshock Two at least three times in the last five years. Haven't finished it. Haven't even got past the first stage. So I know how that goes. Um, for me, I've just got through finished watching. Uh, I finished True Blood finally because we have HBO Max. So I. I Started where I left off and finished that episode, finished that series, and it was fun. Uh, Never saw a I, single episode. I lie. I've seen one episode, <laughs> and you know what episode I saw? Which one? I saw at Grand Casino Cachado when I stayed the night uh, one night, and I, I got tired. Went to the room early. I'm sorry, I, I keep hijacking, but <laughs> I went to the room early, put on TV, and it was True Blood. And there was an episode where naughty business was happening, and a head, a dude's head, got turned around backwards whilst it was happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah okay yeah I, I remember that i remember that episode i, I was like what am i missing <laughs> <laughs> and your wife is now sending pictures of you in the chat <laughs> of course she is uh you've been tattled on dear uh but um uh, it's it, i i enjoyed it for the for what it was i enjoyed it i didn't really like the ending the final season felt really rushed it felt really like they're trying to finished the show out without really any thought because they rushed a lot of things. But overall, I enjoyed it. Um, so I finished that. I finished up the last or the, the current season of two, se- two Sentence Horror Stories on Netflix. It's an amazing show. I love that show. Anthology, very Tulsa Crypt-like. I always tell people to check it out because as well, it's worth watching. A lot of fun. Uh, Trying to think what else. Those those two shows, I try to keep up on my wrestling and I fail at that. <laughs> no, no one can blame me right now. And then uh, I've got a ton of movies that just got in and need to watch. And speaking of that, I've got this one's horror pack as well, which I haven't opened up yet. So I got that too. So. I'm gonna ta- I'm gonna take some recommendations from you when we go to Texas Frightmare. That, when we get to that arrow table, I'm just gonna have you to point out the things that are good prices. That way, I've never because yeah. there's so many things you've seen that I've never seen that I need to get caught up on. And it it really depends. The thing with te- the thing with Texas Frightmare with with their movie selection, um, not to well, to kind of so, sort of you know explain this point. Um, 
the stuff that they sell is not always available here in the US on websites. It's either sold out, out of print, and they sell their overstock at the shows for cheap prices. And you'll know this because what you'll do is that by midday Friday or no, uh, Friday night, go to eBay and you'll see which ones are going for crazy amounts. Uh, oh, for wow. instance, for instance, um, they had 20, I think it was 2019, maybe 2018, the Scarlet Box, which was Hellraiser 1, 2, and 3 from, from Arrow. Mm -hmm. I believe it's from Arrow. It's either Arrow or, uh, or Severn, one of them. And uh, they were selling it for 60 bucks for the box set. You went online that night. They were selling for over 200. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. In hand. Same with the Mondo prints. Uh, people, you know, they buy them just to resell them online because it's that Mondo game. They get that Mondo game. But yeah, uh, I'll recommend you some movies. But yeah, I've, I need to catch up on my movies. I got so many I need to watch. Uh, so many I need to check out. And as for gaming, um, I discovered the free game through through a Game Pass called uh, Zombie Army Four, and okay. it is a fun game. Uh, is this a mobile game or is it, oh, it's a Game Pass? So it's like on it's Xbox. Game Pass. So, yeah, it's on Xbox. It's on PlayStation and Xbox. Um, basically, it plays like The Division meets Gears of War meets Left 4 Dead. You're fighting zombies, but you're, it's during World War II. You could do up to four player co op. Uh, you run and hide. It's third person. But what makes the game entertaining is that there are all these little Easter eggs from horror fans. So if you're a horror movie fan, there's an Easter egg for you. Um, I'm not going to give too many away, but one of the um, Easter eggs or challenges is as is, is, uh, every stage has a severed hand that runs around and you have to shoot the hand to gain like a, like an achievement point. And that's very reminiscent of evil dead. Yeah. Uh, which is again, fun. It's just the game is, it's like, it feels like an indie game. But the amount of details in the game are just incredible because it's the little details that, that make the game fun. Like, uh, one of the things I like doing is, like, you know, you have to snipe zombies from a distance because if you get them close, they overwhelm you. It's like a zombie apocalypse, you know, type of setting, like World War Z sort of. Um, okay. And if you hit enough sniper shots, it'll do this Mortal Kombat style animation to where it slow mows the bullet down. And it x-rays them where it's going to hit the zombie. So if, it, so if you aim for the head, you see the bullet go to their head and their head pop like a balloon. If oh, you wow. shoot them in, the, in like the, the chest, you'll see the rib cage explode through like a, like, you know, an x-ray shot. Oh, or geez. if you're like me and discover something on accident, you aim too low and you shoot. Apparently every zombie in this game is male. And, uh, well, you pop. And you get oh. bonus points. And you get bonus points for doing that. <laughs> what popped in my head? Well, no pun intended. What popped <laughs> in my head was uh, was that Macklemore that uh, popping tags was like, yeah, I'm gonna pop some tags. <laughs> well, the, well, the first thing that popped, well, the first thing I thought of was uh, the Robot Chicken episode of Dragon Ball Z Saves Christmas. I never where, saw uh, that. You never saw that episode mm -hmm. or that that little skit? Um, apparently, Santa or uh, Mrs. Claus is evil and is trying to take over the world, and so she hires these henchmen. And one of them is the Nutcracker, who knows like over a thousand different Nutcracking moves. And oh, wow. uh, the Nutcracker kicks Gohan in the nuts. Oh, and, no. he, his, and his first response is, oh, I think one of them popped. Oh, oh God. <laughs> That's horrible. And so the first thought I had whenever that happened and when I discovered it by accident was, I think one of them popped. I'm like, oh, no, oh, no. And the kids were watching that with me, and I didn't realize what had happened. Oh, no. 
Yeah. That's not explaining that one. Well, Parker laughed at it. Parker made a comment. He's like, oh, he's like, you shot him in the nuts. He's going to be mad. I'm like, I did. <laughs> and then he follows it up oh, with, do it no. again. Do it again. <laughs> that sounds about right for Parker. Yeah. That does. That sounds about right for him. Uh, but wow. yeah, I'm playing. So I'm playing Zombie, uh, uh, zombie Army 4. And it's a lot of fun. It's free through Game Pass. Definitely worth checking out. Um, I, I'm having fun with it. It's just all the small details just make it a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, highly recommend that. Highly, re- the, highly recommend that. The only thing I can make uh, noteworthy about gaming, as far as I'm concerned, is I played Dizzy Emoji Blitz, which you introduced to me at Texas Frightmare a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah. And it has engrossed my life as far as gaming goes. Uh, <laughs> I I make way too many points. I. I've 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 beefed up my hatbox ghost so much to the point that like anytime I have to complete missions I just use him because nine times out of ten I'm gonna get whatever I need to get done with him. Oh wow! Unless it's like do this with a cat or a girl with an earring or whatever has to do this many <laughs> stars and blah blah blah. Uh huh. That is the extent of my gaming that I can even mention at the moment. So. Well, oh, have you, did you get Lady Tremaine yet? Uh yes. I'm I'm like I think I'm like 15 points away from getting her. So I'm really close to getting her. That's awesome. So, so pretty much as soon as I finish that, I'm going to jump on to try to get her right away. <laughs> that way I have her at least, at least I have her in the, in the, the well house to use later on. But uh, yeah, that's a fun, that, that, that is a fun game. And I got that. Um, I forget who someone turned me onto it. Uh, I might've either been Carrie or it might've been uh, one of the other podcasters from comic Palooza. Carrie, I can believe uh, that sounds about right. Well, well, there's there's another podcaster who, who's like a big Disney fanatic too. Oh, okay. uh, I think his name is uh, Chris Jordan. His name is Christopher Jordan, and uh, he's a big Disney fan. And I think either he posted something about it or Carrie posted something about it, which got my attention. And I checked it out, and I was like, "Oh, this is very addictive now." Uh, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so it's it's fun though. I definitely enjoy it. I definitely enjoy that one. That's but awesome. yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, I, I make no apologies for getting you addicted to Disney emojis because it is a fun game. <laughs> no, yeah, and fun no, game. no apology expected. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's just uh, one of those little things when you're, uh, whenever you're paying, paying your respects to the porcelain gods, you tend to either look at your social media or you play a game, and that's the yeah. <laughs> and, and lately, it's been playing that game just to try to get the characters, just yeah. try to get the like. I got, I got a, I got Anastasia recently, and nice. I got. I got Anastasia and I got Alice. Those are the main two I got re- recently. So, I mean, I, I we don't out. have enough time. <laughs> we don't have enough time for me to tell you how many of those freaking emojis I have. I, I I've got a library. Uh, I can believe it. I can definitely believe it. I can definitely <laughs> believe insane. that. I've spent actual money on this game. That's sad. I have not done that, and I I, I can't don't, lie. Don't <laughs> don't don't like don't think the, I'm going to be able to do that. So, moving along from that, moving along. So, you know, basically, if like if you're reading today, it was semi-announced that uh, there will be a season two for Falcon and Winter Soldier. And there are talks for Captain America 4 moving forward. Now, I try not to read those articles because I'm trying to stay spoiler free, but those were announced. And, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, th- well, they kind of let they kind of let it slip out the season two for winter soldier and Falcon uh, a few weeks ago, they're like, yeah, we're going to do a season two. 
Well, uh, I, I don't pay attention to that stuff, man. Because like, like you, I try to be like, I, I don't want to know anything. I don't. I, yeah. I only watch trailers half the time. I don't want because they're going to show you the whole damn movie in the trailer. They do now. Yeah, they definitely do now. <laughs> but but I mean, well, I read the article. I checked it out. It wasn't from We Got Discovered because you know We Got Discovered is usually the garbage dumpster fire <laughs> that normally is. Right. And I still laugh at people who share articles from that site. I don't. I don't understand why they still share articles from that site. Doesn't make sense. Uh, but it wasn't from them. And they had basically they're talking to like uh, other directors and people who were in the Marvel uh, MCU uh, directing house. And they're all saying, yeah, this is going to happen. This is what we're planning on doing. So it sounds pretty cool. It sounds pretty cool. But we'll find out whenever I finish that episode tonight. <laughs> Hopefully tonight. Uh, yeah. So definitely check that out. Uh, but that was in the news. Uh, I'm trying to think of what other else was in the entertainment news, and I can't think of anything. I mean, I know uh, Shock G, right? The he passed yeah. away. Shock G passed. Ah, such a great talent. Such R. a R. good P, talent. Sir. Uh, I'm glad yeah. to hear they didn't pass away in a Burger King bathroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's sad to hear. Um, I, I was a fan. I discovered him through the the movie uh, for through um, I can't think of the movie title now. Nothing but trouble. Yeah, nothing but trouble. Yes, I can't. Yeah, I discovered them and Tupac, and Tupac. Yeah, yeah through no nothing idea. but trouble. I had no idea about that until I watched it later on. I was like, "That's who that was." Oh, yeah, that's man. who Tupac was. Uh, I discovered him through nothing but trouble. Love the song, and then of course everybody knows the Humpty Dance. Dude, uh, yes. I mean what wedding or what party hasn't played the Humpty dance at it. And that's yeah, seriously, it's, it's like a staple. It's like a staple with just music, but yeah, he, he did pass. Uh, very sad to hear that. So yeah, rip to you, sir. Uh, rest in peace. Shock G. Uh, and I'm remembering to, I should have taken more better notes. Um, the conjuring three trailer dropped that did drop this week. I saw that. I'm actually kind of interested in that. Uh, I, for me, I have a love-hate relationship with modern horror. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you know there's there is a, a, too much of a good thing. Yeah, I mean, and I think that kind of for me at least that's how the uh, Conjuring slash Annabelle slash Nun slash Lyona slash this slash that all these things are starting to fall under that umbrella for me. So I feel like it's like I'm waiting for Cap to show up and be like monsters assemble and just like you know. Well, I'll say this. Um, the Conjuring movies, the main movies of the Conjuring 1, 2, and 3 are 1 and 2. I enjoy. I enjoy the Conjuring movies. The spinoff movies like Annabelle, The Nun, La Llorona, I cannot stand those movies. I find them just non-entertaining. I try. Uh, I try. I, so I, I can't get into them. And, and even the other movie, was it the Insidious series? I'm, yeah. I'm enjoying those two. At least those are fun. I, but, yeah, you haven't I mean, watched any of these ones? I know because uh, they got that Quentin Tarantino jump back and forth and, you know, turn yourself around. That's what it's all about. Crap. Where it's like this movie is three movies back and it goes before this movie and yada, yada, yada. Oh, so no, 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 no. Like, uh, in, in the insidious movies, uh, there's four, there's only four of them and they go in an order, but the story is well thought out and complete to where everything makes sense. Once you finish the, 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 there's no prequel setup. It's not paranormal activity where you have part one, then part two, and then part three is really part zero, and then part four is really the part one that's they didn't watch, and then part five is a time travel one. It's none of that. 
it's not maybe the that's song. Why was conf- yeah. Maybe that's why I was confusing it with because I I can't get into that man. Like every time yeah. every time those movies do that that kind of thing, mm-hmm. all it tells me is that you did not plan this whole story out. You had <laughs> one movie that made some money. You're like, let's yeah. make another one, and we have no idea what we're doing. Yeah, the the Insidious movies are really thought out and well done. I'll give those props. Those are fun to watch. Um, Paranormal Activity again. The the first two movies are great. The rest are just not good. Uh, yeah. Insidi- yeah, Insidious was good. Conjuring one two I enjoyed because uh, Vera Fem- Femming is that was that was her last uh, Vera, name? Vera Vera Formiga Formiga Vera I loved her in Bates Motel she's amazing yes. in Bates Motel uh, so it's great to, and then she was good in Godzilla King of the Monsters as the bad mm-hmm. guy uh, so it's I I enjoy her uh, to see her work so it's always fun to see her and then the guy that they got you know who was uh, Night Owl and Watchmen and I forget what else he was in. He was in some other stuff, you know. I just can't remember what it was, but oh, yeah, uh, he's good too. He plays a good. Uh, he plays a good Warren. Um, mm-hmm. And for the and what I like about the Conjuring series is that they're taking the Warrens' history and they're going after popular paranormal cases that actually happened. Now, cases that were actually reported not actually happened the way they did in the movies, because. Uh, one of the cases that they took on was the Amityville case. And for some reason, I love the Amityville mythology. And I say it's a mythology because there's what really happened. Then there's what was made into the movie. What really happened was that the, 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 the father had a construction business, which owed people a lot of money and he needed to get, make money back to pay people off. And all these events started happening when that happened. Then there's the ghost story that the Warrens took over and turned into a franchise, which is what the Amityville movie series is and everything else. So I love the Amityville movies. All even the even the real crappy ones that are like directed DVD, they're fun to watch. Haunted houses, that stuff, it's it's fun. But because the Warrens are involved, I I have read their books, I have done the research on them. Um, they are no better than ambulance chasing lawyers. Looking for look, looking for an easy payout, um, so that's why I'm kind of like you know waiting for uh, this movie. I, I'm I'm excited to see Conjuring Three. I can't wait for it. Yeah, so. it looked like it was interesting, you know, because that's the uh, the plead for insanity or plead by um, the devil made me do it. That was the yeah. whole, the whole shtick, right? So like yeah, the whole excuse. Know, yeah, there's the truth <laughs> in advertising that yeah, anytime somebody does something ridiculous or crazy, usually it's never their fault. For them, it's always some sort of demon or something, and yeah. you know, without getting all existential, perhaps you know, maybe the devil did make them do it. Could be. Uh, I mean, was it the, were those three little girls that killed their best friend or whatever? Told them, told people that the uh, the Slender Man made them do it. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm waiting to see the Conjuring Four when the Warrens battle Slender Man uh, out there to uh, make another movie. Those little, those three girls took edgelording to a whole new level, man. Oh, yeah. for God's sakes, uh, Facebook slash lookatme.com. I mean, people are going to great lengths now to garner uh, not even 15 minutes of fame, 15 seconds, even if that means getting themselves thrown in jail or executed because they did yeah. something stupid. It's crazy. It's crazy. Pretty much. Pretty much. But uh, I'm, I'm on board for Conjuring 3. It looks fun. Oh, yeah. uh, hopefully it comes to HBO first. <laughs> hopefully it comes to that. Uh, but it, it looks it looks fun. That, that that looks like a fun movie. It does. It does. <clears throat> and uh, HBO Max is spoiling us because 
Like, <laughs> and, and, and we missed the movie theater. We went and saw what was it, Raya and the Last Dragon. Raya. We went and saw Raya in the theaters, but we we paid that convenience tax of yeah, like you know, in the theater where you order the food and stuff, where they don't let exactly seventy five cents less than ordering it on Disney Plus. Yeah, it was seventy five cents less than ordering it on Disney Plus, and we got to go out and do something for God's sakes instead of just sitting at home. Oh wow! Oh, that's that's good. That's really good. Uh, we saw me and the wife saw. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong in the theater. And we, oh, yeah, and, I bet it was way theater. I bet it was way better, way better in the theater. Oh, it was so much better. It was. It's something about seeing that type of movie on like the big screen. I mean, you can watch it at home, and it still has that same effect. But seeing something like that on the big screen is just there's something about it. There's something about it. And this is a movie I've been waiting for since 2015. Uh, be, mainly because uh, the produ- uh, one of the producers for Warner Brothers came out and said that uh, their plan is to eventually you know, have the rematch everybody wants to see. And then they dropped hints, you know, like, you know, but because but, but, then he goes, uh, but first we have to make a trip to Skull Island first. Mm-hmm. And then when he said that, of course, it's an, like they announced the Congress of Godzilla coming originally 2020, but that didn't happen. What's, <laughs> what's it, this but, 2020 you speak of? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it, at least it happened. The movie came out. Despite what you think of the movie, it happened. The fights are great. Everything else happened. It just happened. Yeah. yeah, I heard I heard all the opinions. I really enjoyed it, man. I mean, the human element doesn't bother me. It seems like that's the point of contention for a lot of people is that the human story was lame or dumb. Um, yeah. It's like I was at that point, I would say, have you seen any old Godzilla movies? Well, <laughs> and... And a lot of people, a lot of people ask me what I thought of it because everybody knows. People know I'm a big Godzilla fan. I, I don't hide it. Uh, my only, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your fandom. <laughs> I was like, I was like, where's my book at? Oh yeah, it's right behind me. I mean, I I have that that Showa era giant Blu-ray Dynasty box set thing. That's awesome. Um, but. The thing with these movies is that you pay for the you're paying for the fights, you're paying for the action, you're not paying for the human element. Yeah. Uh, and there's over thirty of these movies. There's over thirty of them, including the three anime movies that are on Netflix, including the uh, travesty '98 train wreck that happened. Uh, there's over thirty of them, so there's plenty of Godzillas to pull from, and even all of them have terrible human development and i was explaining this to jen the other night you know because she was she didn't understand why or what happened and i explained to her said well here's the thing in the 90s version of godzilla versus king Ghidorah, it was a blatant ripoff of the terminator movie where what you have involved is time travel dinosaurs mutation and then a robotic fight (laughs) <laughs> wow so i haven't seen that so oh it, it's it, it is it is an incredible cluster of everything that they try to do and to make it even better they put an american in there they put uh there's a guy who was drafted to i guess the japanese baseball league so he's like the only american in the movie and he's speaking english and he, he's so awkwardly robotic that it plays into his character <laughs> But because he's just he's a baseball player and he's not an actor, it's just really weird. And I've met this guy a few times because uh, he, he came to Kampalooza once, but I met him at G-Fest 
back in 20, 2010, I think. And yeah, the, the, no, 2009. And the guy is just, his, his acting ability is cardboard. But, <laughs> but if you have, I believe these are on HBO Max. I believe, I believe this Godzilla movie is on HBO Max. If not there, it's on the Criterion uh, channel, whatever app has Criterion. Um, oh, but yes, Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. And oh, wow, is it a mess. If you hated Godzilla versus Kong that just came out, go back and watch all the 80s through 90s Godzilla movies. I think there's a total of 10 of them. Go back and watch those. And then come back and watch Godzilla versus Kong again and see you know what your complaints are because that's, that's a tragedy. <laughs> you know, that's the thing about modern cinema that I think people are forgetting is that you're taking a lot of people taking for granted what's going on. Like King, uh, King Kong versus Godzilla is a visual smorgasbord of money being spent on the mm -hmm. highest tech to give you such a fight. There is yeah. no way they would have been able to make this movie at this way back in the nineties when that baseball player was in that movie. There's <laughs> no way there's no, no way. Nope. Dude, I don't care about tra okay. Side note: Transformers, right? The first Transformers movie. Yeah. I enjoyed the crap out of the first Transformers. I love the first one. Yeah, yeah, I did. I, but to be fair, I I was never a Transformer kid. I hated playing with Transformers because <laughs> if I busted out my He Man's, uh -huh. I put the sword in his hand, the shield on the other hand, and we're fighting. Yeah. If I busted out my Autobots and Decepticons, I'm an hour deep in just transforming before the first punch is thrown. <laughs> so no way. I, but, I couldn't. I couldn't get into robots when I was young. So Transformers, I didn't. I didn't understand Transformers. I didn't understand that. No. I, I couldn't get into the, you know why is a car turning into a giant robot or why is a tank turning into a giant robot that wants to kill the car that turns into a giant robot. I exactly. I, I couldn't get into it. I, I didn't understand it. And even after watching that movie, I loved that movie. I thought it was great. Mm -hmm. I still don't get Transformers. I've played no. the games. I've, you know, I think the only two toys I've had of Transformers that I bought were one was Grimlock because it's a dinosaur that shoots fire. And the other one was the, uh, the Mountain Dew car that transformed oh, okay. in part two or three. I think it was part three. There was a Mountain Dew uh, race car. Oh, okay. Uh, and I bought that. And those are the only two I bought just because dinosaurs and Mountain Dew. That's I it. legit thought you were about to tell me that you bought that DeLorean one. No, I did not. No, I did not. I was going to. I did not. I did it not buy cool. that. <laughs> it does look pretty cool, though. That one does look pretty cool. Yeah, uh, back to my original point though. Like for me, uh, sorry, I know again tangents. We just call it the tangent, the podcast, like front row tangents, front row tangent cast. Yeah, <laughs> um, no nah, man, for me, like I enjoyed the movie, and then mm -hmm. I saw the second one. What threw me off? Because I'm again, it's a popcorn movie, just yeah. like Godzilla versus Kong. Nobody's coming there for the Oscar worthy performance from no. the girl from Stranger Things. Who cares? We want to see a big monkey fight a big dinosaur. Yep. You know, <laughs> that's for that's that's the premise of it. Monkey the versus dinosaur. Oscar, yeah, the only Oscar I want to see is best visual effects or best sound design. Like who? Th that's the only thing yeah. that I would be like, oh yeah, that totally makes sense. That was they should win that award. But yeah, like Transformers, people gripe about that. It's like I I see your gripe about it not being accurate or whatever, and I mm -hmm. raise you a pair of robot testicles on a gigantic Constructicon. Uh, <laughs> Devastator. Uh, Devastator. Yeah. Devastator so, had had the balls. <laughs> Like Michael Bay, what are you doing, pal? But yeah, no, I, you know, 
people their expectations are way too high. You know, if you're you a religious are. person, the second coming, Jesus is going to show up, and you're not going to be impressed because visual <laughs> effects won't meet your standards. Hey, if anything, Godzilla versus Kong <laughs> should, should win for best neon, just overall Dude. best neon. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, best Middle Earth design, best Middle Earth. <laughs> That's insane. Pretty much. Like best teleport, best Stargate. Yeah, best Stargate, best, uh, best Stargate. gorilla chase uh, <laughs> into a black hole of nothingness, into an uh, upside down gravity free world. And I'm, I'm not going to lie. When I saw the, when I first saw the movie and uh, Kong started doing the sign language, the first thing that popped in my head was the movie Congo. Me, oh. Amy, Amy, yeah. Amy hungry, Amy scared, Amy need food. <laughs> uh, I, I just kept seeing that. Uh, when the whole sign language thing came into play, uh, which was clever, but at the same time, that was kind of silly. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was sho shoehorned in for sure. I mean, but that goes back to the point we're making. Like, at, yeah. the, end of the, point, at the end of the day, who cares? Like, did you did you smile a few times? Did you go, did you pump your fist and go, yeah, oh, yeah, and then mission accomplished? Hey, I smiled. I had I was grinning ear to ear from that, that city battle scene. When Kong climbed up and they, they were going round two, I was smiling ear to ear and I was oh, yeah. smiling. I was smiling even harder whenever Godzilla Gator crawled over the Kong judo flipped his ass over and beat him <laughs> into cardiac arrest. Like primal rage style. Dude, he, it was so good. He, he beat that. He beat Kong into cardiac arrest. When does that happen outside of glass Joe from punch out where you yeah, beat yeah. somebody so bad they have a heart attack. Mm mm mm. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> you summed it up better than I ever could. Like, yeah, how can you not be impressed by that? And then you had Mechagodzilla with like Ava Unit One coming out there with the whole mindshare thing from the drift of of Pacific Rim. I'm just like, man, dude, that would be my. <laughs> if there was any complaint I could have, it would be this was a missed opportunity for a Pacific Rim tie-in. Pacific could've. Rim, it could have been. Could've. That was so easy. That would have been I, so easy. Well, either a tie-in or just sort of like an Easter egg kind of thrown in there to you know really kind of acknowledge the other one. Like, I mean, right. just have like a little kid playing with the gypsy danger toy. That's yeah. all you need. It was like a kid playing with the gypsy danger toy. Hopefully and that kid, uh, hopefully that kid bowl that, that gypsy danger uh, figure in a <laughs> pot of water before he tried to turn the limbs on that thing. Cause surely the arm would have broke right off of there. Probably so. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the first ones were done by the wave. Wait, hold on. Was it, was it not NECA out the gate? No, 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 no. They changed. They changed the companies. Uh, uh, the the sequel movie was uh, was was uh, Figure Arts. The first one was NECA. So oh, okay. yeah. So first uh, movie one was NECA. Movie two was Figure Arts, which was the company that did like a whole bunch of Gundam figures. So yeah. semi in the right hands, just lacking detail and texture, but uh, still pretty good. But yeah, just having. A kid play with those like like a gypsy danger toy just as like a, just as a reference would have been kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, and I I totally agree. I feel like with Pacific Rim being caught in developmental hell because I know they're trying to put out another movie, weren't they? Like they're trying to move forward. They with it. they want to do a third one, but instead they did the anime series that's on Netflix, which is also really good. I do recommend that. I haven't um, even seen that. It's called Pacific Rim: The Black. And ah, uh, okay. it's dumb. It's, it's an anime company that's not known for doing great uh, anatomy design. I guess that's a good way to put it. The anatomy is always off. Uh, but it's a good series just because of the continuity and how they explain things. They do a lot more exposition, which 
if you had any questions after watching the second movie, this thing fills in all the gaps or starts to fill in all the gaps. And then they expand on the universe, which makes it so much better. Do you get so, more yeah. Charlie Day? You get more Charlie Day in the in the anime? I'm not gonna say because if I did say what happens or who's in it, um, that would give away spoilers. Ah, fair enough. But it's but it's only I think it's only seven episodes. That's uh, not bad. And it's just so good. It's just really well done. So okay. yeah, yeah. If you want your Gypsy Danger or you want your Pacific Rim uh, fix, go watch the anime series on Netflix. Definitely worth it. Yeah, I must check that out. Sweet. Definitely worth that. So, uh, yeah, that yeah, that's. I guess that's somewhat of a news kind of segment starting off. Yeah, as far as movies concerned, yeah, we definitely. I mean, Conjuring. At this point, as a yeah. Lot. If you're not, I mean. If you're not a central worker, you're not out there working, you're probably sitting at home watching all the things. So there's nothing that's missing your radar at this point. Uh, you know, online advertising is is the advertising. You're going to see it pop up on something. You're going to see an advertisement on the side of your Facebook, whatever the case may be. You know, they're going to get the they're going to get the news out to you. And pretty much, me, like I just can't wait to see more. Mortal Kombat is next for me, and then uh, yeah, Mortal Kombat definitely. Yeah. I mean, oh well. What about a Suicide Squad or the Suicide Squad with uh, James Gunn? I, I, I have high hopes, man. <laughs> I, I really do. Um, uh, if there's anybody who gets quirky team movies, apparently it's James Gunn, and we know that guy's resume uh, off kilter and quirky is is the way to go. He knows how to write. I mean, uh, his 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 version of Dawn of the Dead was really good. Uh, mm-hmm. He worked with some schmo named Zack Snyder on that. Uh, but James Gunn's Dawn of the Dead was really good. Uh, his Guardians movies, amazing. Uh, he wrote the movies. He did the movie Slither, you know, yeah. which was good fun. And uh, he's also a uh, a graduate of uh, Trauma Films. What about say Trauma alumni? She's a Trauma Trauma alumni, and an amazing guy. So uh, I'm excited to see. This is the first time I'll, I, I'm ever excited to see a Suicide Squad movie. I'm not a big Harley Quinn fan. She gets annoyed. She gets on my nerves. But and I hate the Joker. I can't stand that character. I don't understand why he's not dead yet. But uh, money, it's money. Yeah, money. Yeah. money. But uh, I'm excited to see James Gunn's The Suicide Squad, even with John Cena in it. Uh, I've never seen him. <laughs> I, no, neither have his ex-wife. Uh, <laughs> but um, uh, I'm excited to see. It. And then I think what made what really did it in was that Sylvester Stallone is. Uh, King, King Shark. Shark. Yep. I'm like, it's just random, but it works. Random, dude, but good it works. For, good for Sly Stallone, man, that he's keeping himself employed and doing it in what seems to be a very fun way. If you're not doing a Creed sequel, you're doing some sort of comic book, uh, you know, three-day really? shoot where you're, yeah, where you're just on the set for three days and you probably got made paid, you know, a million plus just to hang out for a little bit. Well, I mean, he worked with James Gunn for Guardians too, so, mm-hmm. I mean, this is still just... I'm glad that James Gunn is like developing all these good relationships with all these actors that they trust them to do whatever he's going to do. And they're fine with that. Yeah. He's got uh, his Rolodex, man. He's building up his, uh, he's building it up. Rolodex. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, even Idris Alba came out and said, uh, like he loves working with James Gunn and he wants to work with more projects with him. So That'd be I mean, awesome. he's got, he's already got Michael Rooker. He's, he's got his goofy brother. Uh, he's got Idris Alba now. He's got John Cena. He's got Batista. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Pratt is on board with them. Uh, Zoe, uh, oh, what's her name? Uh, I can't pronounce her last name. Uh, oh, but, G- but Gamora. But Gamora, the girl plays. Yeah. She's on board with whatever he does. 
So yeah, he's building up these great working relationships, and I want to see. I want to see more. I want to oh, see more absolutely. James Gunn stuff. Interesting uh, side note: the guy in that plays, I think, uh, Polka Dot Man. Yeah, in, in the movie, he wrote a comic book called Count Crowley, uh, Reluctant Monster Hunter. Huh. It was a four-issue miniseries. Uh, his mother and father live in the Texas, in the, live in the Houston area. Really? Yeah. And I was working at a comic shop um, in the uh, Kima area, and apparently they live out there somewhere. But they came in the comic shop to promote his book because mm-hmm. I was like, because they came in, they're like, "Hey, man, uh, are you getting that Count Crowley book?" I'm like, "Oh, we have some coming in." Oh, great. Well, that's our son. He wrote that. I'm like, your son's the guy from Batman and, <laughs> and Ant-Man? They're like, yeah. And I'll, and they showed me their ID. They had the same last name. I was like, holy crap. And so, like, and I know I've been told before we say like too much. So I'm trying to be watch, mindful of my like drops. But Your like um, drops? Like, my like, my ums. Like, <laughs> um, so, like, um, anyway. No, they were really sweet people. They came in. And they found out that I'm an artist, so we we kind of mm-hmm. chopped it up a little bit, and I gave them my information to say, hey, you know, shoot this over to your son if he wants to get in contact about doing some work or whatever. I think something was lost in translation because, like, a month later, I was given they dropped off a signed eight by ten for me from him, <laughs> and I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> well, that, that's kind of I think that's the kind of the ultimate. Uh, whenever you're working with a celebrity or somebody who thinks they're a celebrity. Um, they think that payment from an eight by 10 is always worth it. Um, there is a current wrestler that, uh, he's now in NXT who was in TNA, who I designed a poster for that was used on TV several times. And his payment for me designing the poster and getting it printed and shipped to him was an eight by 10 autograph or autograph. I'm sorry. An autograph eight by 10. Is, is that, was it a nice one sucker? No, it wasn't that sucker. Oh, interesting. Uh, this guy has his own brand on NXT, or he's uh, he's got a he's got two female wrestlers under his brand. Oh, the arrogance of this guy in particular to send you a signed eight by ten as if that matters. Yes, I did one T-shirt design for him, and I did the poster uh, design for him to for him to use on TV for his gimmick. On wow. his t- his uh, on his uh, when he was part of TNA. Wow. So, uh, yeah, he sent eight by ten. And uh, when I met up with him a few months later at Comic Palooza, because he was one of the, he was one of the guests, uh, his first response was, uh, "Hey man, did you get the eight by ten I sent?" I was like, "Yeah, a check would have been better." And he, goes, <laughs> he goes, and he was, he's like, "Oh man, he's like, oh man." Uh, uh, I'm working. I'm working. I'm like, okay. And then, then he asked me, Hey, uh, can I meet Stan Lee? I'm like, oh, I'm working. I'm working. I'm working. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a scumbag so. move. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I, he sent me an autograph by 10. I, I don't know where, I don't even know where it's at anymore. You probably wiped him up with it. <laughs> I think I recycled it. I don't know. Well, that's a responsibility. <laughs> of something that's worthless. So I'm with that, you on that. Yeah, it's paper. Uh, but yeah, that, that happened. Uh, but it made for a cool moment whenever that popped up on TV. But yeah, I got an eight by ten autograph. Nice. I'm sure whenever <laughs> you want to go pay your light bill, you're like, I don't have three hundred dollars, but here's my signed eight by ten. Well, it's better than the exposure bucks I got down here from uh, the local celebrity. That's true. You, uh, uh, that sucker. Yeah, that sucker. That sucker. You, you, you get that uh, that Doge coin. <laughs> uh, 
hot dog and a handshake. Uh, yeah, it's it's it'll work. It, it'll help. I promise. Like, whatever, man. You know, dog, and like like hey, he's probably gonna claim something whenever I make it big. He's gonna claim that I trained there, and it, it'll work out for him. Oh, it's all because of him, dog. That's the only way you got it, dog. Pretty much. <laughs> that, that's how Sorry, it works Dougie. out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Good grief. So, so, yeah, just the movies, everything that's hitting the theaters. I mean, I'm looking forward to be able to go back to the theaters more. Uh, mm-hmm. Once we once we get our shots, we'll feel a lot more comfortable about being out in public. Because um, regardless of what you may think, I mean, ultimately you have a decision to do what you got to do, but yeah, I'm gonna take the uh, the safe way, and <laughs> we're looking forward to just hitting the theaters and, and having that movie, you know, movie going experience again. Yeah, I, I do miss that. I'm, I yeah, I definitely miss that. I miss the concert shows too. I definitely miss those. Uh, I think our last concert was was it Maiden when we all went. That was the well, last show. Did you go to Slipknot or was it? Yeah, like yeah, Knotfest. Yeah, we all went to Knotfest. So that was the last one, or was Maiden after Knotfest? I thought Maiden was before Not uh, Knotfest. <sighs> Right? What I don't remember before not fest. I don't remember because we went to both. We went to both of them. So, so those were the last two that I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah those are those were the last two. Was uh, one was uh, not fest, and one other one was uh, uh, maiden. And both shows two, are great. Yeah, about to say those two hell of a good concerts to go out on. Yeah. Maiden was after not fest because we hung out with Aaron at not fest. We hung out with my family at maiden. But Aaron, was that Maiden, though? How's that Maiden? Hanging out with my family, because remember we said for you to really be a part of the family, you had to go to Maiden with all of us. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Right uh, yeah, I sat with the family. Because yeah, me and right. right. because, because me and, uh, uh, me and uh, John were going to beat up that one guy who kept invading personal space. Uh, yeah, imagine that, invading personal <laughs> space. That's a thing now, so. <laughs> well, well, he was doing it, well, he was doing it uh, more and more, and me and John kind of well, we gave each other to look like you ready to handle business. And um, luckily the guy kind of turned around and was like, Oh man, cool. And he moved away. Well, so. yeah, good. <laughs> Do what? Fozzie. Oh, um, that was in December. That, that was in November, December. So Fozzie might've been the last one then. Oh, that's the one where Hamilton pointed out MVP, not me. Uh huh. <laughs> Hamilton pointed MVP out to me. So I am not fully to blame for MVP being on TV, although I can make a case that the Hurt Business was one of the best things happening on Raw when it was still a thing. It was. It was. Uh, so uh, you can blame Hamilton for starting the Hurt Business on TV by talking to Jericho, negotiating a contract with Vince about not going to AEW, and staying in WWE to get more money and start a full stable. Somebody needs to let a, a certain... Uh, would be podcast hosts know that uh, the words Hamilton and Hurt Business are pretty closely uh, correlated, so he might want to watch where he's stepping. Because uh, hashtag Team Hamilton up in here, <laughs> saying yeah, I'll, I'll pass this episode. Day. I'll, I'll pass the link to, to Eric. So yeah, so so big shout out to uh, big shout out to the guys at What's Wrong with Wrestling, uh, oh, yeah. Joe, Andrew, and Eric, and that's it. So um, <laughs> yeah, and some homeless guy that hangs out there every now and then. Yeah, he lives under a bridge or in a trash can, whatever trolls it, hang out at. And you, you got to give it up for the Pisanos to be that generous to, you know, in the times like these that are so tough to extend, you know, a warm meal or a, a, a shitty dye jaw on your hair to somebody who just, you know. Well, 
I mean, he can use all the help he can get. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give praise to Joe and Andrew for making this Make a Wish last as long as it had with that person. <laughs> because in reality, it might have been his wish to have friends and to be on a podcast, a successful one, as long as he's been on there, and to be physically protected from any and everyone who wants to throw his body off of the Hoover Dam and they haven't done it yet. Uh, So, so that has to be the best make a wish that has ever happened without John Cena. Yeah. So let me personally thank you, Andrew and Joe for being (laughs) so kind and having such a big heart for such a big loser. Thank you so much. (laughs) The biggest. Um, (laughs) So so he's going to get so salty. So salty. You can add pretzels to it. That make you thirsty. Beer pretzels. <laughs> beer pretzels. And ranch. So, <laughs> and nacho cheese. And perhaps a shitty Michelob beer. Anyways. <laughs> so, uh, so, I was gonna say, so let's kind of wrap this up. Um, to end this episode. Because we're, we're, we're hitting about an hour now. Uh, okay. Yeah. And, and we can give some shout outs into, into some plugs. So I'll let you go first and plug uh, uh, your art and everything. Because you do art. And we'll kind of get into that next time. So yes. kind of leave people hanging. About yeah, so. the, your stuff. Yeah, to keep you on edge, if you want to get ahead of the curve, you want to find out what we're hinting at, uh, you can hit me on Instagram at Chris Foreman Artist. Um, you know, not to brag or, you know, anything like that, but the art speaks for itself. Feel free to check it out. Feel free to follow me. Throw me some hearts or whatever. Um, you can also find me on Facebook. Just search my name. Uh, you know, use your Google Food Detective skills. You'll see me on there. Uh, I, I Honestly, I don't remember my screen name for my facebook page whatever i mean for god's sakes just search chris foreman you'll find me i'll, I'll pop up at some point chris um, foreman artist i think it's chris foreman artist on facebook as well yeah. i mean i have no ego i don't Facebook. <laughs> myself, i have no idea but i'm sure that's probably correct um yeah and then of course you know i have a twitter i hardly ever use but i mean instagram <laughs> i don't tweet elite so i have no idea more than half the time what's going on on twitter on twitter but okay. yeah, feel free to check me out. And then, yeah, for as far as shout outs go, yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, what's, what's wrong with wrestling? Colt 45, these guys, I mean, to my local podcast that just give me the chuckle fit, chuckle fits every day. And I love it. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, de- definitely Colt 45 and uh, what's wrong with wrestling. So uh, for my shout outs, uh, you follow me on Instagram at Suicide Fox with two X's at the end, all one word. Um, I post my stuff up, usually movies I find, figures I find, and what I'm watching. Uh, we have a Front Row Negative store, which I'll put in the description of this episode uh, link. You can check out. We have shirts. I have other stuff I've designed. I'm working on a few other things right now that I'm trying to crank out. Uh, we have a YouTube channel. Just type in Front Row Negative on YouTube. You will see a lot of unboxing videos, a lot of toy reviews. Uh, a lot of those type of things. And to be honest, for a while, I was deciding to change the title to Front Row Disappointment. And if you watch the videos, you'll see why. <laughs> especially, especially the Coca-Cola ones. Uh, <laughs> you'll definitely see why. Uh, but yeah, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter, but I don't really use that uh, really at all, except for contests or for promoting the YouTube channel. Um, YouTube, uh, if you Facebook search our from our negative page, that's where we post most of everything. Uh, 
but that's kind of where you can kind of find me and find us. I'm kind of behind the scenes posting stuff up. Uh, and I want to give shout outs to the podcast that I listen to. You mentioned what's wrong with wrestling and you miss mentioned Colt 45, both are hilarious. I'm going to give a shout out to the podcasts. Uh, uh, definitely J man 365 show. That one's entertaining. Uh, that was pretty entertaining. Uh, Forever Midnight is another horror podcast I listen to, which is hilarious. It's uh, a bunch of punk rockers out of California who are talking horror movies and give people stupid names that are even funnier. Uh, I'm going right. to give a shout out to uh, Mulehorn Gaming. Uh, that's that's a, a a fun podcast about gaming and about all aspects of video games. Uh, funny, uh, fun to listen to, and. I uh, just started, and, I've, and I'm kind of off and on on a talking shop with um, <clears throat> with uh, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, the wrestlers, the good brothers. Yeah, the good brothers. Uh, they're they're fun. They're 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 funny. Uh, it's and especially when they're doing like uh, like voice impersonations of AJ Styles is even better. Or when Luke Gallows does his uh, his Stone Cold impersonation, it's, that, it's pretty funny. That Sex Ferguson. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah, no, I love the Good Brothers. Uh, also, uh, one more that I want to mention is uh, Chick Foley Show. You turned me mm -hmm. on to that, and that's a wonderful show too, man. That I love the toy reviews. I love just <laughs> you know Marco and and Seth, yeah, Sheena just kind of you know <laughs> chopping it up like we do, man. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just yeah, just fun shows. Uh, all these are shows that we recommend. So if you can check them out, uh, subscribe to ours though. But you know, you check yeah. them out too. I mean, definitely subscribe to ours. And uh, and a good shout out to Cool Forty Five is that uh, with Brandon and Randy. They're hilarious, but if you really want to, I mean, but uh, they made it big recently. Uh, I don't know if you saw the commercial for, uh, uh, like, I think it's the insurance commercial, but they're in their scoop and ice cream, you know, with tag team. That was them in the future. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I buy it, man. I totally buy it. That, that looks just like them, you know, chocolate latte, chocolate latte, scoops, chocolate latte. That, that was them. That was Randy and Brandon. <laughs> So uh, definitely give them a listen to, but check out all the ones we, all the ones that we mentioned there. They're they're fun, they're entertaining, and if you work in an office, they will help the day go by so quickly that uh, you'll wonder why you weren't listening to them before. That's so, exactly how I felt. Yeah, so definitely do that for sure. So definitely do that. So uh, again, thanks for listening, y'all. Uh, hopefully, we'll see y'all next time. And uh, this is us kind of signing off. Uh, you have any kind of. Final sign out that you want to say? Um, yeah. Uh, peace, love, and chicken grease. And for God's sakes, if you want a Batman Fortnite comic book for a code for a freaking scan of Harley Quinn, you're going to have to be ahead of the curve in order too much ahead like everybody else. I'm so sorry you missed the boat. That is the uh, best sign off I've heard today. There you go. <laughs> uh, so thanks for watching. Remember, people, uh, don't block. Don't un don't unfriend. Just take a break, or however that social media. You know, unfollow. Don't unfriend on social media, or whatever, or whatever those clowns say. So until next time, this is Aaron. This is Chris, and uh, we'll catch y'all later. Thank y'all for listening. Thanks so much, guys. Peace.